If you're looking for a podcast to add to your rotation, Private Parts Unknown is a podcast about love and sexuality around the world. It's hosted by comedians and best friends Courtney Kokak and Sophia Alexandra. They've been to Helsinki, Mexico City, and Tokyo, uncovering fascinating stories for the podcast. They're all about destigmatizing conversations about sex, sex work, and other taboo topics. They've done recent episodes about sex bots, swinging during the pandemic, and a 70-something couple who does MDMA together to keep the spark in their relationship. Listen to Private Parts Unknown wherever you get your podcasts. The stacking, actually, for me, has been like a oddly a big change because just being, it, it's, it's, I guess it's just making me do more, and I'm not... Wasting a lot of time like, you know, we'll talk about the music after I'm sure and so for me That's like, you know, I could be like curating like my funeral there because I mean, it's really just a cool-down class And I'm like, why am I spending so much time for like the perfect song for cool-down? So doing, so doing it in advance is better. Yeah, and, and, and it's making me do more and it's set and I get it done and you know, yeah It's more than just your output Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 204. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. Another busy day at work because I was uh, I had to take Brian into work with me to get his second shot of the vaccine. Yes, yes. Three of four members in our household are now officially vaccinated. Right. Uh, he's not he's not completely. He has to do two weeks. He's still got his two weeks. We know. Don't don't at us. Right. But uh so we still got to get Sydney. It's just we're really we're trying to encourage her like if she were like if you do more chores around the house, <laughs> we'll protect your health. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we just pick our favorites. <laughs> I can't wait, though, seriously, until uh, it is legal, you know, or allowed, allowed for people under 16. Yes, that's the the that's real issue at play. Exactly. Yeah, yeah we don't we don't really have favorites. <laughs> oh, we don't? No. No. Okay. Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> me neither. So, uh, so, but no, that was good. So, so far, he's not crapped out on the couch or anything no. any more than he normally is. Right. So, fingers crossed. But they say the kids don't get the side effects as bad. So, yeah. You know. So far, so good. Yeah. So we're super excited because we're getting we're gearing up in June. We have our first family vacation planned in man a uh, year and a half, two years since I think since 2019. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, we're going Disney. Yes. And so we're we, very exciting. Yeah, I'm very happy to have as many people vaccinated as possible and mm-hmm. and uh, and be safe and enjoy me some Disney. Yes. So what pray tell do you have in store for people this week? Uh, well, a lot. There's a lot. A lot. <laughs> uh, we're going to discuss the uh, tread issues ad nauseum. Yes. Because there is a lot to discuss. And it is nauseum. <laughs> oh, isn't it? Uh, of course, new instructors announced this week. We're going to cover that. New content covered this week. We're going to give an update on Clubhouse. We've got a tonal contest, make a wish slash make a wish contest update. Yeah. Uh, homecoming update. Peloton giving back update. And then uh, we also have MetPro nutrition update. Can you be macro-ish 
on MetPro, which is quite a fun conversation. Yeah. And we talked to Dr. Jen about how to stay motivated while traveling. Okay. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you would be so kind as to leave us a review, that's always helpful. We have a new review. Yes. This is from Dub Kayo. Okay. I think is how you say that. So the source for everything Peloton. This podcast is a must listen if you have a Peloton or are interested in getting a Peloton. The podcast is very well produced and organized. How about that? Thank you. I look forward to a new episode every week. The clip out not only has amazing hosts. I'm glad that was plural. Yeah. Uh, But (laughs) we would have been like, which one? I know Uh, (laughs) they would mean you, but fantastic guests and awesome contributors. I highly recommend subscribing to the clip out so that you do not miss an episode. And the leaderboard name is lucky in Kentucky. Oh, I love it. That's fun to say. It is fun to say. I bet they get a lot of shout outs. You would think I I would because it's fun to say it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. Lucky in Kentucky. We really, really appreciate the very kind review. And then also uh, you can find us on the Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group, check out our YouTube channel where you can watch all of this stuff in video, youtube.com slash the clip out. You can uh, follow us there as well. Mm -hmm. And you can also sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com where you'll get all the links and pictures and things and stuff. All in one neat little digest. Directly to your inbox. And I've been pretty good about that lately you have so you have so uh there's all that let's uh let's dig in shall we we shall run lift and live with john mills so uh, joining us today via the magic of zoom tube is john mills hey john how's it going it's going great so what is going on you wear your grandpa shark shirt a lot and i think i have you to blame for this we just announced where i work our first concert Event announcement. Let's call it an event announcement. <laughs> yeah. In um, a year and a half. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Baby Shark Live. No. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> John, I feel like you're obligated to come. Yes. <laughs> now I gotta fly out there. Yeah. yeah. I gotta come to Missouri. So now I'm like, uh, so now I have a list of artists. I need you to start wearing their shirts. If this is how this works. Okay. If you could start wearing like a Taylor Swift shirt or a Beyonce shirt, something where I know it's going to be a slam dunk sellout. That'd be great. Oh, we gotta we gotta switch up this thing. Yes. Be Grandpa Shark. Yeah. That's right. I hear you. <laughs> so uh, uh, we decided to bring you in for this part of the conversation. We're going to talk about Treadgate, yeah. which ironically, if the tread had a gate, we that, wouldn't we wouldn't, have, we wouldn't even be talking about <laughs> we it. Have but uh, oh my but gosh, we thought like you know you've been following the story as close as we have. You have lots of insight, and we also thought this way because there's so much litigation around all this. If someone yeah. sues us, we're not going down by ourselves. Some of the blame. Right. So <laughs> it's all is one. All is one. That's right. Take a little bit of the pressure off. Oh goodness, so. it's deep. It's deep out there. Gosh, something, and someone has a different opinion, and another person's on the other side of it and then your stuff starts flying everywhere uh, it yes yeah. yes i i That's have deep. so many comments on anything i post that go something like parents duh right. <laughs> <laughs> you 
got a lot of those. A lot. I have a lot yeah. of those. Like yeah, a, a lot. lot. So in case someone has missed it, we should probably back up. We and should. Because this broke after last week's episode. It did. And so, um, so we should probably back up and just kind of start at the beginning for people that aren't. You know, don't have that Google. was me backing up. That's a reverse sound. Yeah. yeah, so people don't have for the people who don't have Peloton Google alerts set up. Okay, yeah, that's fair. They may they may not all. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so <laughs> long story short, the CPSC, which is some kind of Consumer government protective something something. Yeah. Committee. Consumer it, Product Safety Commission. Sure. There you go. Yeah, I like it. That's why you're here. Yeah. yeah. Like four members. <laughs> four people. Oh. It okay. literally is like four people. Are you serious? Okay. Well, let's, wow. let's, that agency. let's yeah. dig into that. Um, okay. So then they issue, first of all, apparently they had been arguing with Peloton all last week, unbeknownst to us. Yeah. You know, yeah. I thought we were pretty in with Peloton, all three of us, you know, and none yeah. of us knew right, right, behind right. the scenes. So Washington Post posted like late, late Friday, it was Friday afternoon that, um, hey, they've been arguing all week and the CPSC, they're going to be issuing some kind of warning saying that Peloton should recall. Uh, the tread plus because of the horrific death that occurred. Right. Um, yeah. I think we can all agree that it was tragic and horrible, whatever occurred. Right. And there were 39 separate injuries that had been reported to children and pets on the tread plus. So but what we haven't been able to figure out as of yet is, is that a disproportionate number? We don't know that. Like, I, I mean, because treadmills are inherently dangerous. As I said before, they're conveyor belts and they convey. And so, right. you know, people get hurt and killed on treadmills with some degree of regularity. And there's statistically speaking, not to be callous, there's kind of an quote unquote acceptable yeah, amount of that. Not that, that we find it acceptable. Right. Yeah, that, just like, to be clear, that there's that life has risks and there are inherent dangers in anything that you do. And you know, you have knives in your kitchen, right? And you know, people drown in buckets, and you know, and we still have knives in buckets. And so, but I, so I can't get a handle on is this a lot? Uh, no, we don't know well, that. I think that yeah, I don't. I don't we, don't. we don't know that. What, what I took away not from not from the actual CPSC warning. But from the subsequent reporting, specifically that Business Insider article. The one that like really think, shows those two differences, right? So l- let's have yeah, Tom pull it up. It shows a picture of the right. tread so we can we can talk through it. You can explain those differences because, yeah. So it they talk about the differences in this article. But more importantly, they have like an, a statement from one of the CPSC members that talks about how it's really not the disparity in numbers between accidents. It was how accidents were occurring. Like it, it was as if they were saying generally these injuries occur because an acceleration on a treadmill. And what they're noticing that is different with the Peloton tread is it's not based on acceleration. People are getting injured in different ways. So it wasn't about the numbers. It was just they were getting injured differently, which made them go, oh, let's put out a warning. Let's stop for a minute. And continue the investigation while we say stop. 
Yeah, but but like without the data, we don't really know if that's true. I mean, to your to your point, John, it's for people like I would like to see I would like to see the data that backs that up because I mean, I've heard stories for years. You've heard stories for I know you've heard stories too, John. People people have gotten hurt on treadmills and it's like I've heard so many stories that had nothing to do with the treadmill accelerating. It was the one time with Uh, the cord that was unplugged. Mike Tyson's daughter got her her. neck wrapped around the cord it was i believe it was unplugged and and she got wrapped up in the cord and so um which obviously i mean if maybe obviously isn't the right phrase here but i think that that's something that could happen with pretty much any device that has an electrical cord at the end of it right you know right and then that's where i absolutely agree it's like it's we don't that was the only insight into why they made a decision on well, warning, but, but I really don't know the numbers. But I will but say that's what they say in the article. You, you would have you would have hoped that they would have given that type of detail. Totally, in but the I, actual statement. But I, I will I also say, plain, plain devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. If there's kind of you know a baked in number of injuries that they associate with a product like this that they've deemed that statistically it's you know allowed, and they see people getting injured in different ways. Well, now they're going to say, well, if we allow, you know, three injuries per annum per 1000 treadmills and you haven't hit that number yet, but that's to be expected because it's it's inherent in a treadmill design. But you're injuring people in new ways. We can anticipate that you'll have those other numbers. But now you've got new numbers that other people aren't having. Okay, but but on the flip side of that. I think it was, John, I I think I read this in one of your posts, or maybe we talked about it offline. I don't remember, but it was something to the effect of, okay, but the treadmills that are designed similarly to Peloton were often not, they weren't, they weren't in everyone's home. Like Peloton kind of made this type of treadmill more readily available to the general populace because it's literally half the price of a, of a Woodway treadmill, which is what you would point to right the closest cousin of this this particular thing so like to say that those numbers weren't there well they weren't around kids before so there was no ability but like it's not it's not like it's inherently different but on the flip side of that i have people reaching out to me saying well it is different because the peloton motor makes it super heavy in the front the fact that it's lifted up off the ground and the type of motor they use because it's i think they said belt driven don't hold me to it it like makes it more common for things to get sucked up underneath it yeah. and add to that the grippiness of the tread, the tread slats. Well, now you have it's again something else making it pull underneath. So all of those things it's are more likely to tip up. It's more likely to keep turning and it's more grippy. So it's if it snags something, it's more likely to pull it under a lifted right. up thing. Yeah, but but like. At the end of the day, doesn't it really like come down to parents need to have common sense about where they put it and how they use it around children? I mean, my grandparents, when I was little, had a treadmill and we were not allowed to play play with it. Now, there's folded up, but we were not even allowed in that room. But okay, the flip side of that argument is there's a lot of things kids aren't allowed to do that they're still going to go do. And so, you know, you need to to walk that line as well you, you do you know you do 
I, it's I, a tough one. Every time is. the discussion comes up in my group and, and when I have with you guys, it's the same thing. We, me and Tom were having the conversation the other day. It, it's a tough one because I get it. These things are dangerous. No matter what, mm-hmm. they're, they're dangerous. Right. So then you can you start to kind of say, yeah, well, it's kind of a parent's thing. But then on the other side of it, my heart, like I got three daughters and a granddaughter that's nine months. My heart kind of just drops. Yeah. Just hearing about what has happened. And so if a product has an ability to be a little safer, regardless of fault, my mind kind of goes, yeah, like, I guess if you can do that. Right. So I, I struggle. Yeah. Bouncing from side to well, side on it. Let me let me lay out. a. Go ahead and finish your thought. Okay. And then let me update the timeline a little bit. Yeah. Too. And I, I guess the thing that confuses me the most in all of this is that like Peloton has staked out what to me feels like a fairly antagonistic position. OK, that's where I was going with the timeline. Ooh, with the, yeah, with I wanted the to go there too. And so yeah. and so like and that, that seems out of character for them. And so it makes me wonder what like what's at play here, because because that that's, right. that seems very uncharacteristic for how they normally handle things. Well, it it, it does. Yes. It does. And um, so, OK, so the timeline was that article from Washington Post hit Friday night, Saturday morning, early. It was like eight or nine. The central time, the actual warning came out. Mm-hmm. And then what was it? Sunday Monday that Peloton issued their response and so CPSC was like if you have young children or pets do not use this product like that was the warning and Peloton was like this is this is not a fair representation we don't need to pull our, our our product off the market and we have no intention of doing so yes i agree tom that yeah. is really unlike peloton well and we talked about it when the story first broke about a child died on this and like you know the family's name was not released public. they didn't make a statement of any kind which kind of leads you to believe that it was just a freak accident because it, it like if my kid died and I thought it was because of the design of a Peloton like I right. would be shouting from the rooftops on a world tour to burn that right. place to the ground. But it, at on that point, right. Tom, then why did they contact Peloton in the first place and tell him that who did? I mean, we don't know the answers to that, but right. But we, I mean, somebody did. And if it was that family, then what was the point of that? Like, was it to, was it to put blame there or was it to let them know or? I, yeah, I have that. I mean, those are a lot of unanswered questions. Even outside of all that, the as you kind of describe it, an antagonistic kind of position, I just feel like that's just a bad look. When, when I go to the CPSC site, it lists, you know, the warning and then right below it, as if they were obligated to do that as a part of law. I'm not I'm not sure if they state something about like they had to do it. They put Peloton statement. So it's like a side by side. So you get to say, we're warning you guys. And then you hear the first line in Peloton statement. This is un, you know something to the effect. This is unfair to us. We're being unjustly. It just looks like good guy, bad guy, the way it's presented. Right. And then you got the congresswoman from Illinois on television talking about giving more rights to the CPSC to put out warnings and stop and and recalls on products. To me, all of it's just a just a horrible look like I. I'm hoping that the response kind of augments in some way. But. Yeah, because I think we're in the, it hasn't reached this tipping point yet. But where they start to have issues, I think, is if they have a lot of celebrity fans and if the right. celebrities start to distance themselves from the product. 
Well, one of the surfers, the surf. Okay, so John John Florence, I think is his name, is one of the champions Mm -hmm. that they have listed for their their new champion thing. Uh, You know what I'm talking about. I can't remember the whole name of it, Uh, but he's listed for that. He recently had this big tweet or post that he did that was literally just going on and on about how awesome Peloton was. And and then in uh, beachgrit.com, they like kind of make fun of him and pellets like the whole thing they're like they just kind of rip him down yeah. because like but, dude <laughs> but they, they they do and they don't because wow. they also comment about the fact that like well he was actually just referencing the bike which there's been no complaints about yeah. that really well okay. well okay yeah there's the one story with, but uh i don't think anyone took that seriously yeah or a kid <laughs> cut their foot and they're like this is oh, awful yeah, and it's just right. like well they're they're sharp pedals like what, what and it was nothing like what happened with the treadmill and yeah, i think right. that this person just wanted attention and they got it they got I, it. I don't yeah. think that they wanted that kind but yeah. there it is but that's where i think they could potentially have problems if and and this person yeah. has not done that but if they start to see that sort of thing happen that's right. going to be problematic it is it is going to be problematic and i did not realize by the way until um i read a separate article today that um was talking about this whole thing that the cpsc really has zero power to do anything to your point about what the congresswoman was saying it's basically like they can recommend things but peloton saying yeah we're good there's nothing they can do except they can file a formal notice that it needs like they can go to court and they can say you absolutely must file but if they do that it could take months it could take years and so now it's going to be this big expensive thing that's going to be a really bad look for peloton even if they win yeah. To me, it's an odd balancing act. It's like, do you come out hard and fast against against the statements and say, we provided enough information for our subscribers to be safe and this is just all wrong, which could make you look like you're on the wrong side of this? Or do you go and try to correct, even if you don't feel that you've done anything wrong, try to make corrections to alleviate it, thus making yourself look like you were always wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like to me, it is kind of an interesting kind of a balancing how do you play this and i don't know as far as it being a bad look that same article which i still have up talks about the fisher price rock and play incline sleeper for infants which was having the like 30 kids died in it because it like they could flip over in it oh my and, gosh and they it would suffocate wow. and that they issued a recall thing for that and and fisher price wouldn't do it and they finally took it off the market 10 years years <gasps> later oh and, and so but at the same time until i said that we didn't know about what it. impact did that have on fisher price none in your minds right none. good point right. that's a good point and so i mean maybe they're just thinking that like this will blow over and that ultimately people are like you know you use the right. tre- you you know like it's just it's freak accidents and that things will be okay and and then they you know and it and it does sound like they are taking steps to address it that right because they're they're going to put that that code in the passcode okay. yeah. yeah and and that's they're working on it hard and it'll be rolling out soon but you know i've seen you mention you're hearing this john tom this was kind of your opinion it doesn't really seem like it's going to be enough to to at least make cpsc right back down I mean, didn't right. cp didn't someone from the cpsc already say that like a pass code isn't enough like it needs more 
Um, yeah, I don't know if it was from the CPSC or if it, if it was from Consumer Reports, but gotcha. one of them, yeah, said said that. I, I I read that as well. Why did they feel that it wasn't enough? Did they? I don't know, because to me, it seems like that would be enough. Like the if the concern is people aren't taking the key out, then I mean, I guess people could set a passcode of like one 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 one. I mean, people do stuff right. like that, but I mean, I think, you know, at some point, I that's think on what end. they were saying because because of in the CPSC report. They made it clear that there's a safety concern even when it's in use because they made that stipulation. Mm. I think that's why you're hearing the second piece of, well, then a key isn't isn't safe enough. Right. OK. Like the, the ball going up underneath and. Yeah. OK. Right. Or if a pet walks yeah. by. Right. You know. Right. And yeah, so it's. It's but, a lot. Okay, so then there's people, there's there's other third parties out there. And by third parties, I mean Peloton members who have created their own little things. Devices to device. kind of hide yeah. or like, you know, cordon off yeah. the, the end where the belt right. might, might grab you. So one of them. Some of them are pretty slick. They okay, are? so the, yeah. the I think you're talking about that one, the black one that like just yeah. fits on the end. It looks like a piece of the tread. Okay, well, somebody came right. back with a piece on that and they said, well, that's not going to work because now you got a pinch point. So if you do fall, right. now your hair is going to get caught underneath it or a finger yes. or something else. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> right. Yes, I saw that as just that just kind of well. I don't know. I, I I saw that as kind of taking you to kind of the standard limitation of a standard treadmill that has like an upper undercarriage kind of cover. Good point. Now you got a pinch point, but you may limit the risk get a, a death. That's, right. that's what I was right. thinking. But you probably no, don't limit the injuries. It's probably that's a good point. But it's, it's I mean, a seatbelt's going to leave a bruise. Right. No, that's yeah. a good point. Both of you make great points. Right. And if it keeps things from from sucking up underneath it, personally, out of the two that I saw, I would rather if I was going to have one, I would have the black one because it just fits in. It doesn't. It looks it like looks, part of the treadmill. It does. It looks like a piece right. of the machinery. And as a side note, the guy who made that, uh, Paul Bradley, sent me a note. That dude has actually already gone out and gotten a trademark on yeah. that or patent. Oh. Patent. Yeah, he's. Wow. Yeah. So thank he's you for finding. Paul, and Paul Bradley is good at finding that stuff. And so, uh, wow. yeah, he sent it to me that the, the, the trademark exists and um, or the patent, whichever the correct one is. Sorry. Yeah, and then right. um, the other one is like a board that sits behind it. It's like a piece of plywood. Personally, I think that one creates a different set of problems because now you've got trip hazards. You, the way like my room is set up, yeah. then that would create a different issue for me. That was kind of ugly. I, right. di- I didn't care for the aesthetics yeah, yeah. of it. No. Well, then finished. I think felt like it was still kind of being worked on. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I've seen like, well, I, I had one. I had an old soul treadmill that underneath it, it just had a bar. Right. So that you still have that pinch point potential issue. But it might drag something, but it's going to hit the bar. It's not going all the way under. Yeah. And I don't know if tread makers just tend to do that for this very reason. I, I never knew what that was there for. I but thought it was additional thinking, support. Was that there for that? <laughs> particular reason is that like a common thing like i don't know it could very well be because i mean at this point the designs of treadmill you would think have been pretty well litigated and this one looks different and so maybe you know like in their quest to look different they created new potential problems and uh, it's yeah i'm worried for them yeah i'm worried i i i I am too a little bit yeah 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 a little bit like, uh, I mean, you know, we all love Peloton and we don't want to we don't want anything bad to happen. But I'm I'm scared. No. I'm scared that they're if I'm John Foley, let me just pretend 
I'm like really defensive. Drink some water out of your hand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, now you. That was John Foley. Yeah. <laughs> but like, as soon as you did that, I get really, you know, defensive about. It. I would feel defensive. Yeah, I yeah. would feel very protective. This Absolutely. is my baby. Totally. This is like right. this, you know, and and I'm about to launch nationwide. Right. Yeah. Like this could not come at a most totally. like, and and they've been wonderful to the family right. that this yeah. horrible, tragic thing happened. So it's like, you just. You know, I put myself in in everyone's place. Like everyone at Peloton, I kind of just summed up how they feel. You know, yeah. that's their baby, and I feel and you're bad out for them. There, your big company, lots of success, and some. This is something folks will latch on to. Outlets are going to latch on to. People are going to latch on. And I'm already suits coming it's now. Easy clickbait, and then of course, yeah, the lawsuits are rolling in. Oh, fast here, and yes, furious. yes. Yeah. I, and this is this is one of two that I've seen that are already trying for class action lawsuits against Peloton. Right. I mean, they moved quick yeah. on this. Right. This one's more of a exploratory, right? They're trying to see: can, do we have? A class action we can go at for investors. Yeah. So reach out to us and let us know. Yeah. In other words, if there's enough right. people, we'll go ahead and do it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which right. is just gross. Um, I mean, I, mean, I guess that's it's how their it works. Job. But it I does, know. It, it, yeah. it feel, but it does feel. It feels skeevy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah. it does. And then there was the uh, the TMZ one. With yeah. the lady suing then the best I can tell from this article It really sounds like the lawsuit is basically like Someone told me something bad about the tread And so I want to sue you Can you scroll up to the ridiculous yeah, the, the, title The clickbait headline from, from TMZ <laughs> Peloton sued <laughs> Your wow. treadmill is a damn death trap With four wow. exclamation yeah. points Yeah yeah. So Not three like I do <laughs> right. They added four Yeah yeah. yeah. I mean it would have been your I, I, I did a lot of exclamations John I would have thought it was your headline if it had started with yo, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this article literally sounds like this lady's just like, well, the CPC says something bad, so give me five million dollars. Yeah, and because it, it is exactly what they said is the issue. Yeah, is like she's that she didn't is, have. There's right, no incident. Right. Like nobody seems to have been hurt, from best I can tell. Like it's just like, right. oh, that's bad. I, I'm going to sue you now. Yeah, like if I right. mean, you would think worst case scenario, you'd just be like, okay, here's a refund. We'll come take your stupid tread back <laughs> but it also makes you think like so so peloton's going no no no. we we gave all the warnings and if you just follow the guidance it's all good cbsc is going well no it's a little more dangerous than that so if if you go with what the cbsc is saying then that aligns with her suit right but right. it doesn't align with what peloton is no saying. no yeah it's it's so, definitely they've staked out two very different positions on the issue right. and i'm sure this will not be the last time we have some sort of conversation revolving around this. So. No. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. so and, yeah. and I would just say, I just want to say on a personal note for all of you who feel like this is ridiculous. Like, I, I understand where you're coming from, but please be compassionate to these families yeah. like they right. you don't know what their stories were you don't right. know that they're the ones that are trying to make this happen totally I mean, it, it really appears that this is all from the cpsc not from these families right. when you see how quickly these other lawsuits have popped up you have to think that if this was coming from the families they would already have been started al- there oh we would already know you would think right. at, at least b- you think based on what we're seeing thus far so that doesn't seem to be the case yeah thus far exactly and and i know that it does seem obvious and it does seem like a simple thing and i know that the video that's out there that cps posted first of all is really tough to watch but but second of all there's no parents in it and it does make you wonder what the heck but right but like 
I mean, life happens, and totally. like. I, I mean, know. I had moments where, you know, when I turn around in, in in the department store and I'm like, where's my kid? I have two. And, right. and, you know, like we've we've all had moments like that. Oh, my so. God. Sydney fell down the stairs when she was 18 months old. Yeah. Sydney broke her leg and we actually had to like, uh, who are the people that talk to you? They're like the, yeah. like they, they thought they she had a spiral fracture. And so they were like, oh, my God, are you abusing this child? Like, yeah. I mean, it's terrifying yeah. as yeah. a parent. So like. I also I, I, we all we've all done that. I, I know some things that I inadvertently did and think I and you feel horrible, yeah. right. horrible. Um, so I get and, oh, and then my parents and the, in the sixties and seventies. The things that we got in, right? To, they should all be in jail. I've they had, should all be in jail. I've had cigarette burns. I've had my oh, fingers so slammed in doors. I used, we used to have a, a station wagon with with just seats that popped up in the back. Exactly, that faced the wrong way with no seatbelts. Right. One time, like, my mom didn't decrease my medications. I literally had hallucinations because she didn't decrease my freaking medicine. So, like, and this was when I was like five. Do you know how scary that was? Yeah, like, I bet. but you know. Nobody went to jail. Yeah, it's I mean, okay. Nobody went to jail. I don't you know, know how. And, 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 and I will say that's also when when people are like, "Oh, what do you need these safety measures for?" That that is what they're there for. It is to to back for up our parents, people. right? Yeah. What to back our people up? Them. But to back people up when they have a momentary lapse of of right. of you know when they got a brain fart and right. they're just like, "Oh my god, what was I thinking?" Right. And you know, right. like it's there to offset that. And ultimately, that's right. my point. That yeah. like you know. We need to be compassionate because we weren't right. there. We didn't see how this occurred. We're watching a tiny fraction right. of it. And, uh, you know, we just don't know. So it just just be compassionate. Right. Totally. <laughs> and then after and then kind of replaying it and doing, you know, the Monday morning quarterback stuff. I, if I let that go and just think of what is that parent going through? Right. right yeah. Right. Like I it distracts me from even thinking about the other stuff and creating any accusation on a parent doing anything wrong. My mind is now just stuck on. The compassion around how is their heart yeah. in this moment? Just, you know just I mean? broken. Totally. Just, just right. And also, like, if they bought a treadmill, like, there are people who love fitness. These, these aren't cheap things, right? Right. And so you got to think that fitness is a huge component of their life, and then think about the fact that they will never be able to exercise again right. without that thought. Without thinking without that thought about the loss of their child, like right. that's. Like it's yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah, like how you how know, do you do that? How do you do? How that? do you even kind of move forward with that? I don't. Yeah. I, I don't can't know. Even imagine. I feel like I would just need to. I, I would just be like, you know what? Um, I'm just going to need to move to a new house. Somebody sell all that shit for me. I never want to see any yep. of it again. Yeah. I don't. I. I just. Right. I think I'd have to start fresh. I, yeah. But even then, right. even if you get fresh, how do you exercise? And now how do you right. ever set on, on any other treadmill? That's how a, do you even just right. jog on the street and not think about right. it? Like it's yeah, it's a, it's it's a tough situation. Well, our it's hearts, a tough one. Our yeah. hearts go out to them. And I, I yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, John, thank you so much for taking a deep dive on that topic with us. And uh, until mm-hmm. next week, where can people find you? Oh, they can find me on Facebook and my Run, Lift, and Live group or page. They can find me on Instagram, Run, Lift, and Live, or at RunLiftAndLive.com. Well, thank awesome. you. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses 
and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? <laughs> well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30 30- day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Thank you. New instructors. It's weird to think that there are three new instructors for Peloton and it's not the top story. I know. <laughs> Again, with the growth of Peloton, how crazy yeah. is that? Okay, but this is a huge story. And so Peloton has gone officially global. Uh, for the very first time, we have had yoga classes in Spanish with the brand new yoga instructor, Mariana Fernandez. Which confirms our theory that it was going to be that we'd get a Spanish speaking instructor here pretty soon. Yeah, Yeah. it does. It does. Um, And then uh, just to continue on that realm, we also have our next yoga instructor, which is Kira Michelle, I believe that's how you pronounce it. She is from Australia. This is our first Australian instructor. How about that? And then just to round it all off and another language, Nico Serrani. Now she is going to be teaching German classes and she is our first German 
yoga instructor. How about that? So very, very cool. And then uh, just seeing all the new instructors, it's it's interesting because it's a little harder for to interact with the uh, <laughs> the instructors that speak different languages. Sure. Well, Australians speak English, honey. You know I know, that, I know. I was thinking of... Uh, <laughs> oh, the other two. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense too. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is super exciting for the entire yoga team. They have now, what, tripled? Because it started off with just a couple and then they added in Dennis and then added Ross and Chelsea and now we have these three so like it's crazy how much the yoga team has grown in the last year and a half absolutely getting this psychological edge with Dr. Jen Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist. The child therapist is how she got me on the tonal. Uh, and sports psychology <laughs> consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen or her long-running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show. She's also a huge Peloton lover. I don't know that we stress that enough. She's on here because <laughs> she loves the Peloton just like you do. Ladies and gentlemen... Dr. Jen. Hi. Hi. Hey, thank you. Well, we've got a, a real quick hit for you. I think you're going to you, this is like tailor made for you. It's one sentence. Yes. Uh, this is from this is from Beth Terry Walford from the clip out community. And she wants to know how should she, how can she stay motivated while traveling? Ooh, oh, that's such a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, first of all, I, I like to make different exercise goals while traveling. Okay. And um, I I don't know if if you guys saw, I put like when I was, before the pandemic, I was in Australia doing a speaking engagement and I did a ton of yoga. And one of the pictures I took, I, I had these floor to ceiling windows and I was doing the only place I could do my handstands was against this like one little bar, (laughs) but you could see like all of like this amazing view of Australia behind me. But basically the long and the short of it is that it is a great time to be doing your cardio hit classes. It's a great time to be doing your floor classes, your yoga classes, your stretch classes, which are particularly great when you have been traveling and you are sitting in an airplane for hours on end. Um, I actually, I did some of Kristen McGee's chair yoga classes in the airport in Australia. Oh, <laughs> and, and wow. About it. But, but really just kind of altering. I think it's a great opportunity to take classes that you may not normally take. You know, if you're lucky enough to be in a hotel that has a Peloton that has a tread or a bike, then great. You can kind of stick to your regular thing if your schedule allows. But I really think it's a great time to try new classes and make that part of your goal. And also to oftentimes to probably do less, fewer minutes or hours, depending on what you do a a day and kind of give your body a little bit of a mini break where maybe you're focused more on stretching and yoga as opposed to hardcore cardio. Oh, yeah. I love that. And I I really like the idea of like changing your focus because it really takes the pressure off of trying to stay exactly on schedule while you're traveling. Because I I really struggle with that about like I I always have this like plan and then it doesn't work and then I get upset and I beat myself up, which is the opposite of what you should be doing on vacation. Totally. And (laughs) And I think that any exercise you do when traveling is fantastic. Like I, I think you like you give yourself for like 
any one minute of exercise, you get like 10 gold stars. Um, and I also think, you know, the other thing that can be really fun when you're traveling is doing the outdoor classes, yes. doing doing the running or walking classes, because then you can kind of see the scenery. And also there's something really, I think for me, comforting about like hearing Maddie talking to me as I'm walking through unfamiliar streets, you know, or hearing <laughs> that great music selection, you know? So it's, I think that, being able to kind of connect with your Peloton community and your Peloton workouts while being in a new environment and in a way that's kind of comforting is really cool. Love that. Absolutely. I was going to say the exact same thing that I was just like, I never, not that I think about it, <laughs> but, I, but, but yeah, like to just totally change it up and no, make your peace with the fact that you can't do what you do at home when you're on the road. I, I, yeah, well, you know, the, the first time I ever did a hit cardio class was when I was traveling because I, I just was like, oh, you know, I'd like to get some cardio in and there's there isn't a Peloton bike here or a tread and I was in the mood to do a digital and I was like, holy moly, this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And, and I cut like, I did a few of them on that trip and then it kind of scared me away for a while. But then this year I've integrated it into my weekly workout and now I'm loving it. So you just never know when you will touch upon something that will, will excite you later on. Yeah, I guess it's also a great way to break out of a rut or yeah. just use that time to try something different that you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. And maybe you'll find something new you love. Yeah. It might inspire a whole new a whole new workout routine when you get home. You never know. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, uh, where can people find you? You can find me on all social media platforms, especially Instagram at Dr. Jen Mann, two ends on Jen, two ends on man. And I always post my Peloton workouts in my Insta story for other Peloton addicts that like to kind of know what other people are doing. And also you can find me on my weekly column in InStyle magazine called Hump Day with Dr. Jen. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. New content. So we were talking a little bit ago about new yoga instructors, but there are also new yoga classes. Okay, so technically these aren't new. Oh, sorry. Uh, but it's a new way to look at the yoga okay. classes. So what what they have done is, and I understand they've been working on this for quite a while, mm -hmm. and they've broken down yoga, the different classes they offer, into different what they call elements. So you can kind of find out you can kind of match the classes to where you are. So, okay. so when they have these in collections, so if you go to the collections, you can find each of these. They have one that's called like foundations, for example. So let's say you've never done yoga or you just don't feel like you know anything about it. I can say that. Okay, so this would be where you would start. I, I would not, but I could say. <laughs> but I've if never you done were yoga. going to, gotcha. this would be where you start. Okay, foundational. Then we have the power, which is like moving really quickly, a lot of energy, super high energy yoga flows, and like then Grayskull. <laughs> sure, I have the power. Right, right, yeah. right. Uh, and then there's focus, which is like your. I don't know exactly the different kind of classes would be but it's like i would call this mid-tempo okay. and then you have recovery yoga which is would if you did yoga would be your favorite kind where you really? literally just lay there in different positions oh so i have been doing yoga yes every night <laughs> for like seven hours and unity which is all about connection so they've broken them down into this so you can you can mix and match and it's they've basically taken a ton of different classes that have been created over the last couple of years year and a half and put them in these 
different elements. They also, as a side note, they did re- uh, design the studio while they were doing this which I didn't think they were redoing the studio like I was totally confused about that because I thought that they were like just filming new content and all this new stuff came out with the elements and I was like oh yeah that totally makes sense and then all of a sudden it was it's- like okay well we have a new studio and I'm like you guys just move there but everything is going to this really light color in the studio so instead of being like the dark the dark hues everything is opening up into this brand new lit area so it's interesting yeah and then we also uh, have New team captains for Ride to Greatness. We do. We do. So we've got for Team Activate, we've got Hannah Frankson. And for Team Validate, we have Ben Aldis. So they're bringing in the other countries. Gotcha. To have the team captains. And uh, if I remember correctly, Team Validate won the first round ah. and uh, there was a little bit of scuttlebutt because the email that went out to the team that didn't win literally said yeah you lost yeah they were kind of talking <laughs> trash in the email, which <laughs> i thought was funny i thought it was too it would have made me but some people did not find it funny at all but at any rate you're going to be able to meet them for the first time on april 17th on the leaderboard to go for to do the first practice for the ride to greatness gotcha Clubhouse update. So we're making some changes to how we handle Clubhouse. A little tweak. Because it just got to be a lot for you. Yeah. And I say for you, even though I was there, because we all know who does the work around here. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's a secret. I don't think it is no. either. And so uh, <laughs> it just it won a, once a week, it was almost like adding another podcast. And considering we have another podcast. Yeah. Like that. It was just it was a lot. It was and it was it was really just it, it weighed on me. It was yeah. like weighing on my chest and it just felt like every Sunday afternoon instead of being like, this is going to be fun. I felt like, oh, I don't yeah. want to do this. Every time I did it, I ended up having fun just to be clear. Yeah. But but, you know, it's like I really enjoyed our Zoom conversations we used to have where people would just kind of free flow with mm-hmm. the conversation. Totally. And it, you really can't get that same free flow on Clubhouse. I haven't managed to crack that code. I think a lot. I think it's the lack of video, right? I it's, think so too, because you, you can't see. You can't gauge people's. You know, are uh, they about to talk? Or, or even just, are they enjoying this? Yeah, yeah. And so because of that, you know, I felt like I needed to prepare a little bit and have some topics for people to kind of get in the groove, and then at the end they would come up and and bring mm-hmm. up stuff. Well. You know, I, I, I had people reach out and they're like, you don't need to do that. We can just all get up there. But the thing is, is that if nobody talks, then it's just dead air. Right. And I cannot do that. Yeah. Like that is like, it just hurts. It yeah. hurts the soul. <laughs> so, um, you know, so the way we're going to address this is we're going to try once a month. We're going to try doing like at the end of every month, kind of just recap all the craziness that has occurred with Peloton, all the fun stuff. Yeah. The hype stuff. Etc. So that means if you're listening to this episode within its first you know day or two of coming out, and uh, the lion's share of you do, we people yeah, really listen right at the beginning. Um, that means this Sunday, which is what the twenty. 20- Fifth? I think so. Can I do the math on the right? Yeah. Uh, we will be doing one. We will. And we're going to do it at one o'clock central um, because I've also found out that I get the Sundays and the Sundays really stink at five o'clock. Just like, found that out, did you? Well, OK. I didn't realize how much this would affect me. And it, <laughs> it does. So I'm going to do it earlier in the day. Try that and see see if that works better. And, uh, you know, if this works better, we'll we'll continue to do it. We'll just keep yeah. working with it. Keep we'll, figuring out. We'll play with it till we find what works best. Yes. And thank you all. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And we should also say 
thank you. Well, yes, we need to say thank you. And, and I did post this in our group, sure. but thank you to Lisa Silverstein and Stacey Kaplan. Uh, you know, they, they were really gung-ho on Clubhouse and they did so much work Absolutely. to get people over there. Absolutely. So I just want to make it very clear. I appreciate everything that they have totally. done. So thank yeah. you very much. So joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Angelo Poli from MetPro here to answer your nutrition questions. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having me, guys. Well, uh, we have started taking questions from our community to kind of get some specific nutrition, you know, answers for them. So we wanted to go straight to the source and get some help for them. So uh, today's question comes from Becca Clinton, and she wants to know about macros. She says she knows her macros. (laughs) She knows them. But the weighing and the meal prep take forever. And she's a go, go, go family. So she needs to know if macro-ish is a thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ish is is indeed Becca a thing. So this is a conversation. Now this comes down to coaching. So putting on my coaching hat for a moment, this is a conversation that comes up often. So people ask me fundamentally, if you had to pick one thing, what is the key to being successful in a personal transformation, a physical transformation? And the answer without a question is time management. Mm. And so at the same time, I am asking people to do food prep, but I'm asking them to do the right kind of food prep because the wrong kind of food prep is cumbersome and takes forever. But after a few years of doing this and just kind of watching outcomes and what people can manage and can't manage, what we've learned is that not all meals are equivalent in their importance to prep in advance. Okay. So, um, Yeah, for years, in fact, we've changed things over time as actually we've learned from our clients what works best in day-to-day lives. So one of the first assignments that we give our clients is a meal prepping assignment, but it might not be what you'd think. So what we usually ask is to prep lunches and snacks. And now most people say, well, wait a second, isn't breakfast the most important meal of the day? Or now, wait a second, yeah, but my problem is all at dinner and at night. That's when I'm blowing it. It, uh, I know, you're right. (laughs) But the key is the reason that most people fail on any meal plan, not willpower, it's not the sweet tooth. Those things exist for sure. It's they ran out of time. If I were to put a, a ticker and measure all of the, you know, people explain to me, well, I didn't this or I didn't that. It's I got busy and dot, dot, dot. And so what happens is what we end up eating ends up being less about a strategy we're trying to implement and more about geography. In other words, uh, Starbucks is next, next door to me. Therefore, that's my menu. <laughs> and that's what That's what happens. It's just life. You know, we're busy. We have deadlines. The boss is calling. You know, we got to drop off the kids. Pretty soon we missed lunch. It's two o'clock. Blood sugar is getting low. We're getting hangry. It's like you're going to eat something now. You're not going to go home, put on your apron and start chopping vegetables. Yes. Yeah. So kind of. And and I I promise I'm going to come swing around to answering Becca's question here. But (laughs) I want to tell this brief illustration. I use this often. I have two clients. Client A. So they said, well, I had to run out of the door early this morning to get to work. I didn't have anything prepared, uh, but I I managed to eat really clean all day long. I got good foods in pretty close to what I was assigned. um, And 
I didn't get to my workout, but I got some extra steps in. And so I'm ready to do it again tomorrow. That's that's person A. Person B says to me, Angelo, I had I had my lunch and my snacks prepped. I ate everything well. Uh, but on the way home, I stopped at grandma's and she was <laughs> cooking fresh apple pie. And I just couldn't say no to grandma. So I had a piece. Which client did better? Well, I feel like it's yes. a trick. I think it is, too. It's I think, a trick. <laughs> I think it's client B. <laughs> yes. Well, why do you think it's client B, Crystal? I because think you're trying to trick us. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, again. because they, only, they only went off plan with one thing, not everything. And so because they had, you know, because they had to make one adjustment, that's less destructive to their, their whole overall day. That's what I think. You're right. You're right. And to to kind of add to that, client A didn't do anything wrong. So they (laughs) macro-ish, but they didn't do anything that I can build on in the future. Because at some point in the future, and client A has, you know, kicked some bad habits. They didn't eat a bunch of sugar. They're going to lose weight. They're going to see progress. But at some point, client A is going to call me on the phone and say, Angelo, I still have 10 more pounds I want to lose. What do I do? And you say, listen, yeah, that's right. (laughs) They didn't establish the framework that's going to now enable me to solve that problem at that point. Whereas client B, they may have had a piece of apple pie that day, but they put into place the framework that I can now build on to make sure that they have success ongoing. Okay. Most people tell me their first meal prep, you're going to get a kick out of this. They say that it t- takes them an hour and a half. I believe and my, yeah. my coaches, their jaw hits the ground like an hour and a half. <laughs> There's no way. It's like, well, it's so foreign if it's something yeah. you haven't done before. So meal prepping should take 10 to 15 minutes. So once you're doing it right, once you have that skill in your arsenal, it's actually going to save you time not cost you more time. So we don't worry about prepping breakfast. You know why? Because my biggest concern is with lunch and snacks, you're on the go and I don't know where you're going to be. Right. I'm pretty sure I know where you're going to be at breakfast. You're going to be at home. Well, usually unless you're traveling <laughs> and we'll have a different strategy. Yeah. <laughs> if not, you have, you know, let's see, you've got some explaining to do. Uh, you're going to be in trouble if not, right? So normally you're at home So all you have to have done is make sure you have the right groceries in the house and just make the decision to grab your breakfast. Just do it. Dinner in in America, our our culture as a society at dinner, we take time to eat. Not always. Sometimes we don't when we should. But in general, either that's our family time or in general, if it is social, we'll go out to have a dinner, but we'll actually take the time to eat. But lunch and snacks throughout the day, those just get mulled over. That's just we're working, working, go, go, and ah, I'm eating on the way, and I'm not actually planning for it, and I can prove it to you. So if you're listening at home, here's what I want you to do. Do you have an idea what you're going to eat for dinner tomorrow night or the night after or this weekend? Some of you might because you might have a dinner date with someone or family at your house or whatever the case is. Now, raise your hand if you know what you're eating for afternoon snack tomorrow at 2.30. Raise your hand. I do. <laughs> Me too. Like, Tom, Tom gets the gold star. <laughs> Most people don't. They have no clue. They're not like, 
Hey, Johnny, we're getting a work break, 2.30, meet me at the water cooler. We'll share 12 almonds and split an apple. <laughs> Nobody does that. Well, I bet most people, if, place. and when you do have that afternoon snack, if you haven't planned for it, you're probably getting it out of a vending machine. Yeah. Which means it's probably candy or chips or something. It's not an apple. Yeah. <laughs> probably not what you're supposed to eat, right? Yeah. <laughs> so coming back to, to kind of putting the nails in the coffin on this. So Becca, that's going to happen. And sometimes you just have to make the best choice you can. But if you can get in the routine of giving me prep for lunches and snacks or whatever your busy time of day is, I promise you it'll actually save time if you get good at it. So people say, well, I'm not good at it. Well, of course you're not. That's what, you know, you haven't done it before. That's what us fitness nerds, we spend our whole career <laughs> obsessing over the, the latest techniques and gadgets and gizmos and food prepping stuff and and all the different Tupperware options and, and portable options and the best coolers to take and all this <laughs> stuff that saves you time because that's what we do. We're nerds. So you don't have to. So you don't have to. So we're going to tell you, get this, prep that, do it this way. At first, it's going to take you a few minutes, but then you're going to have it down to minutes and it'll save you time. You'll get great results. And I will also say the app helps with that because in the past when I've tracked my macros, I've tried to make things I buy at the store fit my macros instead of planning my meals ahead of time through the app, which actually saves me time for my meal prep because it's like, oh, well, I now know that um, I can cut up an apple a lot faster than some other kind of fruit or I can easily grab some almonds and that's really fast versus other things. So it's it it actually all works in tandem to save you time. I know I'm blowing up our, hey, let's keep these short and concise. But one more tip, (laughs) one more tip. When you make a snack, I want everybody thinks of healthy, right? We think of a snack. I'm going to have prepped healthy snacks, but I also want you to think of two more qualifying attributes, portable and low perishable. Yes. Yeah. Portable and low perishability. Um, And they're easy to get. So for example, I love cottage cheese and strawberries. I love it. It's great. You ever leave that in a piece of Tupperware in the back of your car, a 95 (laughs) degree weather? It's not a pretty thing. No. Looks like Raisins a crime scene. and almonds, <laughs> jerky and and some sliced apples. That's easy, you know, and it's going to it's going to survive a little bit. So anyhow, a few yes. tips. Few awesome. Tips. Well, thank you very much. Um, until next time, where can uh, people find all this stuff? Go to metpro.co slash TCO for the clip out. <laughs> metpro.co slash TCO. Come, come visit us. The Peloton community gives back. Time is running out. Act now if you want to win a tonal. A tonal and a year membership tonal subscription plus all the smart accessories that go along with the tonal. So it's the whole, I believe they call it the whole kit and caboodle. That is what they call it. It is what they call it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And so, and so the way this works, in case you aren't familiar or you haven't heard us talk about it or you didn't participate in the other one, is uh, you you can basically purchase entries for yeah. as little as five bucks yeah. and and up to, I don't know, however much money you got in your wallet, right? <laughs> and then the more money you spend, the more entries you get, the more chances you have to win. And then 100% of the proceeds, because Tonal was kind enough to donate the equipment and the accessories and the year membership. So 100% of the proceeds will go to benefit the Make-A-Wish Foundation of the Greater Bay Area. Yay! 
So we're super excited about that. We are super excited. And um, we're real close. Our our original goal was so it, it on average, the average wish at Make-A-Wish costs $10,000 to grant. That's an average. Some are more, some are less. And we were like, oh, it'd be really cool if we could grant a wish. As of this recording, we're like... A hundred dollars away from being able to grant a wish. I am so yeah. stoked about that. So we hope that we uh, now we're like, well, maybe you guys could exceed this goal. That'd be great too. Yeah, yeah. because the thing is, if we don't hit the goal, they actually they go and they find a kid and they take something away from. Yeah, them. they're like, you don't they're get just that like, wish. They'll take their N- Nintendo DS <laughs> or. Just, they don't do that. No, they don't. Do that. Just to be clear, the Make a Wish Foundation does not do that. They are amazing. I, I want to be clear. Make a Wish Foundation is just amazing. Me being dumb. So, uh, so no, they're great. We were wish granters yes. in a previous life, and that was a blast. And we're super excited to be working with them. And we'd really love to hit that goal and grant a wish, or maybe even a wish and a half. That would be even better. That would be fun too. But somebody's gonna get a free tonal. But somebody's getting a free tonal out of it. But the clock is ticking. You have until May third. To to purchase your entries And then it shuts down And we draw a winner a few days later For the mail-in people If they want to send submit for a free entry You can do that too And uh, so anyway, there's all that And if you want to learn more about Tonal You can check out our Tonal podcast Which is called The Superset And if you've already decided you want a Tonal You can use our promo code Which is The Clip Out And you'll get $100 off uh, Smart Accessories So there you go Homecoming Update so the homecoming schedule has been announced. It has. And again, and in regular week, that would be the top. Story, I know right? so much. Yeah. There's so much. It's crazy time. This is going to be a really fun uh, schedule because there are going to be community chats. There's going to be a community chat with Jewel, the oh, musician. Heard of her. Usher, uh, Usain Bolt. And more There's also going to be a community outdoor run That's going to drop like the day before I think it's on that Friday it's going to drop And then of course there's going to be John Foley's big keynote speech Which is going to happen in uh, Friday April 30th I'm super stoked For that yeah um, all Kinds of really great stuff and then Of course the workout schedule has dropped So you want to take a look at that figure out what Classes you want to do uh, There's some community chats with uh, the feel Good fam there's social Impact there's just so many there's so, so, many. so many So you should go over and count yourself in And just to be clear if you're watching this on YouTube It's my screen you're seeing right now So don't be upset that none of this has been RSVP'd to. I'm sure Crystal has done all of that already. Oh, duh. But the, so it's not her screen you're seeing. It's my screen. <laughs> so. Peloton gives back. So a while back, Peloton issued a pledge about uh, being committed to anti-racist Causes yes they did and they have an update On that pledge they do so over the Next four years they're going to dedicate 20 Million dollars to community investments and Nonprofit partnerships fighting Racial injustice so there's The center of anti-racist research At Boston University Peloton is going to fund a year-long Research initiative at the intersection Of racial equality and mental Health and or physical fitness I love that then they have Girl Trek which is Peloton Is going to partner uh, to develop content at the intersection of fitness and black history to inspire and empower communities of black women. And then there's LISC, which is a New York nonprofit dedicated to closing racial health, wealth and opportunity gaps, sporting equals. Um, and then Peloton will will partner. This is a UK organization okay. to expand access to sports and fitness in, in ethnically diverse communities. 
And last but certainly not least, Tabu, which is is not, that's probably not how you pronounce it. It's T-A-I-B-U Community Health Center. Peloton is going to partner with this Canadian organization to support culturally responsive physical activity and mental wellness programs. How fantastic. Awesome. Well, good for them. Yeah. Love it. Instructors in the news. In a regular week, this would have been the top story. <laughs> <laughs> it's five top stories yeah it's crazy so uh what happened to jess sims yeah so i can't believe a whole article is written about this yeah. first of all that blows my mind but um so jess sims has been in and out of the office if you will yeah uh since february and i guess the other day it was okay so april 19th jess sims was on um, teaching a bike boot camp right she ended the class 15 minutes early and um she just said hey i gotta listen to my body this isn't happening right now stopping right and uh people kind of lost their minds sure people um, are like that they were really really worried about her uh because of that by the way when a class ends early it won't air so if you did not take this class live you will not be taking this class you missed it you missed it but regardless just sims then went live and she was like thank you guys for the love right i'm okay yeah like i just knew that i was I had no more left to give and gotcha. I had to stop for yeah. my own health. And so um, so that's what it was. And she's OK. But it just I cannot tell you how much it cracks me up that there was an entire article totally. written about this because they're celebrities. Now. I know. It's, I mean, I know. there's no other way to read that. It's just I'm not used to it. Get used to it. I know. I need to. An interesting article in musicbusinessworldwide.com, which is all about our virtual fitness instructors becoming music's newest influencers. Hey, what a fascinating concept. I wonder why I didn't say that four fucking years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, we recently had a conversation with Gail Fine about this, and this week's interview is with Doug Cohn. We talk about the same thing. Yeah, like we've been having this conversation. I mean, I've been saying this for years. Years I know It's like almost since the first episode I've been talking about Well Music Business Worldwide finally uh, caught up with you Tom Music Business Worldwide you need to follow me on Twitter Not that I've ever said it on Twitter I was like um (laughs) Yeah But uh, but yeah I just thought it was funny that it's like Yeah yeah they are And 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 yeah we were way ahead of you Yes (laughs) Checking out the competition so, past guest Fred Wachter. The, the Fred. Fred. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of people don't know this, but as a young child, he was a Fred. Really? Yeah. He grew and, up to be the Fred. Yeah. And, is he, and uh, but sad, I'm a little bit upset. Yeah. Because he showed such promise early on becoming the, becoming the Fred, but he's yet to graduate to the Fred. Oh. So you would think by now yeah. he would have leveled up. So oh. I don't know what's going on there with I feel like you're going to get a uh, dirty email after this episode. <laughs> but maybe this is the first step in that right. process okay. for him. So fingers crossed for for the Fred. So uh we're going to we're going to in conjunction with Fred. Yeah. Uh we're going to bring up a word you haven't heard us say in a while. Uh, because they are bankrupt, and that would be flywheel. Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, blast from the past, Fred. Now, now, flywheel being bankrupt should not be confused with Echelon, which is morally bankrupt. Oh yeah, that's a whole different <laughs> thing. But Fred got this email this week, and uh, well, I found it quite fascinating. 
So if you if you don't know the story, Flywheel, they actually closed their doors. And uh, this was back in 2020. And if I remember correctly, everyone that had a Flywheel bike, like also like didn't they become Peloton members? It was something like, like it was that. A whole like, thing. It, was, it was in conjunction with the lawsuit between the two. And like it was yeah. basically kind of like Peloton absorbed their customer base. Yeah. So get this. Another newly formed entity owned by the same party will acquire certain flywheel member account information and and flywheel assets including the right to use the flywheel name logo and trademarks to a newly formed entity that is beneficially owned by flywheels pre-bankruptcy lenders which this is why people hate corporations right (laughs) oh i'm sorry uh vendors we can't pay our bills because we just um spent all our money buying ourselves Mm mm-hmm Huh? Yeah. How is that (laughs) even a thing? So so they're going to come back and they're going to be called Flywheel again. Wow. And uh, so, (laughs) well, this will be interesting to watch. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to be talking about this. I have no doubt. This is not the last time we have heard this story. Yeah, that's uh, that's just. Thanks for the interest. The uh, the story, Fred, because that was fascinating. Yes. Peloton Artist Collaboration. We have a new artist collaboration with uh, someone Americans don't know. Which, which, if you were listening to the interview with Gail Fine totally. last week, we got deep into this conversation. Yeah. And Gail brought it up again this week to me. She sent me a message and yeah. she was like, this is what we were just talking about. Totally, yeah. Very so, timely. Yeah. The, the collaboration is going to be with Herbert Gronemeyer. The, the fascinating part about this is he is the largest rock and pop hits best-selling German Musician, right? He's like, huge, huge. I've never heard of him. I've never, but I'm, it, I'm, I'm American. I'm terrible at keeping my eye out for other countries. Well, and it's like the American. We don't really radio get the opportunity. Doesn't play foreign language stuff. It's it pretty doesn't. rare. But and, that's what we were talking to Gail about, yeah. and how like the, that Peloton has this unique opportunity mm-hmm. to like bring bring this into America right. and vice versa. So. Here it is. But from everything we can tell, if you were German, this would blow your mind. Yes. Yes. You are probably very excited about this. I'm excited to to listen to it just to, to see if like I what, dig it. And, and what what yeah. what is what what do giant hit records in Germany yeah. sound like? Because like, when it comes to German bands, uh, it's like 99 Luft Balloons and Ramstein. And I'm out. And 99 Luft Balloons is not a band. That was a song. It's a song. But this ba- I figured if I said Nina, nobody would know what That's I was fair. talking about. Right? And Ramstein. Yeah. Yeah. But which no, they only had the one song that we lost. know. Right. They have other, they have other hits. They're a, they're a huge band. <laughs> exactly. Internationally. But in America, we pretty much know Duhast. Yeah. Which means you hate me. Yes. <laughs> I love that song. It is a good song. So Maddie Majacomo has a RuPaul class all queued up for people. He does. And actually, it's taking place, uh, I believe, tomorrow night. Um, No, it's tonight. Okay. I don't know. It's this week. But the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race is is on. It's tonight at 7 p.m. I do know that. Season 13 finale. So to celebrate the his favorite season 13 Queens lip sync moments and greatest Mama Ru songs of all time. He is doing an entire run. And I believe Cody Rigsby is doing an entire ride. But I am super excited for Maddie's run because I am hoping this is the return of Mara. Ah, that would make sense. It would. Yeah. It would. And I love Mara. I mean, I love Maddie. I love both. 
They're amazing. Well, they're the same person. I know. But they have a completely different personality. And both are amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And then also there's a new Peloton Versus. People get very excited about these. Yes. It features Swiss beats going up against Timbaland. (laughs) <laughs> it does it does and uh, they are all the classes are out so all you have to do is put hashtag versus swiss beats or hashtag hashtag versus Timbaland on your leader on your hashtag leaderboard thing and uh, you will be able to vote and pick the winner I'm so old. One, I feel really old when I have to say Timberland. I know. It's I timber. Just, yeah, I want to say Timberland. <laughs> and then also, the first thing I thought when I saw Swiss Beats spelled out, it was, I was like, well, why were the S's at the end spelled with Z's, but not the S at the beginning spelled with Z's? <laughs> I don't understand. And then I'm just like, I am a million years old. Yeah. I was trying to explain to Kate from Tonal yesterday. <laughs> Who Paul Revere and the Raiders were. Oh, dear. We talked about a while back, Mark Lindsay getting a Peloton. Well, yes. he also posted on Facebook. That he got a tonal. That he's getting a tonal because he's retiring from touring because his his, his ankles are bad. And so he's getting a he's getting a tonal and he's excited about that. So I sent this to Kate and she's just like, Paul, who, who? Who, Mark Lindsay? I don't know who that is. Like Paul Revere and the Raiders. He was the former lead singer, Paul Revere and the Raiders. I, I don't know who that is. I'm like. Indian Reservation, Cherokee people. Here's the song. I've never heard that song in my life. I'm like, oh my god. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Tim McGraw, his first big hit, Indian Outlaw. It samples Cherokee people. Here you go, Indian Outlaw, Cherokee people. She's got nothing. I've 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 never heard that Tim McGraw song in my life. I'm just like, <sighs> I give up. And yeah. I'm like, wait, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> Have you seen that? Because there's like eight Paul Revere and the Reader songs. No, it's, no. Oh goodness, I'm. Young folks. A million years old. <laughs> and then the Mother's Day collection dropped. Dropped for real this time. Yes. They meant to and everything. Dropped Monday night. And uh, there's still stuff up there's for still sale. Stuff there as yeah. of our recording this. So yeah. go make your mom happy. Definitely. Go shop for your mom. Shop for your wife. Get her some stuff. Wait, it came out on Monday? Mm-hmm. And it's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I've already seen those pajamas. Because it dropped accidentally. <laughs> it dropped accidentally during spring two. And I told you that. And then they took it down, but they yeah. honored the orders. We had this whole conversation on the air. I'm like, how have I already seen those? Yeah. Like, it's not enough that you're buying this stuff. You're having it overnighted. No, no, <laughs> that is not what happened. Peloton birthdays. And then finally, we have two birthdays this week. We do. Yeah. One. Both of which have been interviewed on the show. That is true. (laughs) Uh, On April 28th, you can say happy birthday to John Foley. And I have a feeling he could use a little cheering up. Yeah, let's all send him a birthday card. Yeah. (laughs) And and then on April 30th, uh, you can say happy birthday to Chelsea Jackson Roberts. Who I'm sure would also love to get a birthday card. Sure. I mean, who doesn't love that? Yeah. So happy birthday, guys. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Doug Cohn. Hey, Doug, how's it going? Hey, guys, how are you? Good. How are you doing? So I'm great. I have to start with. I'm, I'm are you are you throwing the list out the window? Oh, I all, man. We, wait, 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 wait. There's a list? Uh-oh. Exactly. There's been a list of questions? Holy cow, four years in, and I just found out where has that been going? Out the window, apparently. Yeah. 
what uh, a major revelation <laughs> So uh, people can't necessarily see if they're listening to the podcast But people on our YouTube channel can see uh, Your wherever you're at your living room your office it it looks like mine ah, And does. I'm just curious that. what what you got behind you you look like you have cool you things have on your paraphernalia. wall like, Fun paraphernalia yeah. this was my guest room okay but the magic day of March 13th, 2020, you know, turned it into no a home invited. Yeah. Yeah. It's another magic day, which we're going to talk about later in the podcast. I have a <laughs> feeling for a few reasons related to Peloton. <laughs> um, but so this is like, yeah, this is fun stuff. This is some plaques, some, you know, some fun little record company, you know, gold and platinum records, some artwork there's the springsteen poster from the broadway show i'm trying to get this little one which i i'm over my left shoulder uh, above the pillows in the lamp that's an original print of george michael uh i was working with sony part of a deal that i had uh, at a job at nickelodeon and, and they were our music partner and they were uh went into this new business of selling some of their old photos i don't know if the business actually stayed fluid but at the time they basically opened the vault and said you want to look through all of our old photo shoots and pick some cool photos that you like (laughs) so i I wound up picking a cool one of george michael and a cool one of billy joel and uh they're here in my in my guest room slash music room slash office that's awesome i could never forgive nickelodeon because they ran Uh a contest where you could uh meet the monkeys and i didn't win it oh and so those bastards those sons of bitches (laughs) You have other connections, Tom. Come on. You couldn't get I know. If you only saw our house, like there's nothing else monkeys you have signed, calm down. I just took three different monkeys things to the store to get framed the other day. Exactly. Was, I have a I have a problem. You do. I have a problem. And I'm an enabler, apparently. You want to talk about leggings? No. You okay. and Marsha Brady. Yeah. Remember that one? Oh yeah. <laughs> of course you do. Of course yeah. I do. I'm dating myself. Yeah. We're dating ourselves. Let's not. Well, Let's keep it going. As big of a nerd as I I was liking the monkeys in high school. I promise you, I dated myself a little too. You know what I'm saying? So don't feel bad. (laughs) I love how you embarrass our guests right out of the gate. That's okay. Well, now you just set the expectations low. Yeah. And from here on out, it'll be smooth sailing. Same way it did when we started dating. Oh my God. You guys are amazing. Okay, so over to Peloton. I'm going to take the list back over. Okay, there's a list. (laughs) So I would like to know, like, how did you find Peloton and when? Okay, so in my lovely state of procrastination, a really good friend of mine from work, his name is Jay Schmalholtz. I'll give him a shout out because he was an early adopter years ago, got the Peloton. He's like, you got to get the Peloton. And we always, he knew how much I loved spinning word, I don't know if I can say. <laughs> but um and I would take him when he would come to LA and business and you know he's like oh you would really kill it with the Peloton you I don't know what you're waiting for and I just I don't know why I procrastinated like I just and it was like I had two little kids it would have been so much easier for me to like have it at home but I waited like an idiot and then that day came around March 13th and we had our test day from home for work. And they're like, we'll see you in two weeks, everybody. Have a good time. <laughs> and, I, and I started like thinking like, 
this is not going to happen. And I, my first phone call was to Peloton, literally on that day. Smart. <laughs> That's bike. amazing. That, that was my push over the edge. And I ordered it that day and it was before the whole world decided to order it. So I had it before the end of March. Oh, well done. I had Very to carry nice. it up my stairs myself, though. It was like the panic mode of nobody. Right. Know. Right. I mean, I did have a friend help me, but the Peloton. The people, you know, the delivery people. Yeah, that was when there. they were doing like, the threshold yeah. deliveries. And it stuff. was like left on the doorstep like a package <laughs> of groceries. Um, but that that's what we all wanted. Anyway, that was when I got it. And I've been, you know, crazy ever since. Boy, wow. if there's ever a zombie apocalypse, go to Doug's house. Right. Right. He will be <laughs> telling on you on it. Think he of will these know. things. He's going to know exactly <laughs> yeah. what to do intuitively. <laughs> telling you. I did it with a few things. I did it with my kids school. I had a few things that I was like. Got to make the shift, <laughs> and I did it. <laughs> I bought on that so. same day. I bought a bidet. He That's did. What, oh my god! Yeah. I really? was like, for real, for real, there, for yeah. Because like, I, I, I mean, was, I was like, Am- it's so bad. Amazon is rationing bidets. That can't be good. Yeah. They, and they had no toilet paper anywhere. And like yeah, we didn't we right. hadn't run out of toilet paper, but we were like right. just in case. Right. <laughs> well, the, the hoarders, you know, the hoarders, the toilet paper hoarders. Right. There were a lot yeah. of them. So okay. Yeah. So you got your bidet. We yes, did? we got yeah. yeah. Still yeah. haven't hooked okay. them up because we didn't. No, run out of we never paper. use them because we never. <laughs> but we have okay. it just in case. I'm not very mechanical, <laughs> and so I'm not mechanically inclined. And, and it's like the cheapy one from Amazon. Like this yeah, is not right. like a professionally installed right. like ordeal. Right. This is okay. like. <laughs> right. You want to? As lo- I mean, I've never had this conversation with anyone in my life, but I'm just. You brought up a bidet, so we're going to go there. Yeah. Let's. So we bought this house in 2014, and there was a bidet in in the bathroom, and like, I don't know. We were giving the punch list of things to change, and I said to the builder, this like mm, Grizzly Adams kind of guy, I was like, uh, "Can you can we just like can you remove that? Like, can you give it to someone else? Like, well, we don't need that. We're not going to use it." He's like. Oh no, man, you're going to love this thing. You know, this is how you use it. And he starts like squatting over it. I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. So the truth is we've, the, my two sons use, used it as a urinal for a long time. And their aim, their aim is not amazing. They're, they're young. And so there's like caution tape over it currently. And we'll see. This bidet may or may not have a future, but there's currently caution tape over it. And that's where we're at. That's funny. That's amazing. I'd have been like, I don't think I want this thing. The, the water from this drinking fountain tastes funny. <laughs> I'm sure, I wouldn't be shocked if one of them, especially, might have gone there. But yeah, wow. <laughs> so that's okay. an exclusive for you guys. Thanks. Wow. So you are you are coming up on your anniversary, your pelloversary. Yes. Okay. Yes, you're right. The end of the month. And how many how many rides have you racked up? Okay. So I just. It's, I know this because I did like, you know, stacking has destroyed my shout out desires because like I'm stacking and I'm doing some old five minute class the other day. And it was like, congr- I'm getting like all these high fives. I'm like, what's going on? And it was 450. Aww. And I'm like, oh, this Aww. is how I'm celebrating my 450th ride. And so I'm like, encore five minute cool down class. Come on. Like, Wait, the, you know, just I was delete like, it. You know, just delete it. DMing. I know. Too late. I'll get 500. I, I used to like DM the teachers, like, can I get a shout? You know, and now I'm like, okay, five minute high fives, you know. God yeah. knows. You so, get over I, it, right? I, you get over it. I mean, they never yeah. they never stop being fun, but like that amazing moment of like you got to have it also kind of dulls a little bit. It's okay. I kind of feel dumb asking for it now. And the truth is I screwed up my first one or two because 
I didn't, I, I like, I guess I looked at the number, but it included like the floor classes and the oh, other stuff. And I'm no. like, why isn't anybody high-fiving me? It's my hundredth. <laughs> and then like, I got it in the next one and I was all confused. You know, it was the pandemic. I was like, what's going on here? But I, I you know, I figured it out. Eventually. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. So 500, I'll do something fun for 500. Okay. All I'll tell right. you guys. Maybe okay, you good. Guys. Yeah. Good. Yeah. We'll give you a shout out. It okay. Won't be in the class, but <laughs> yeah. No. we'll just run around the house being like, <laughs> Hey, remember that bidet guy? Doug got his 500. 500. <laughs> hey, you're the bidet guy. Like, I just added on to this. <laughs> He's like, I just tagged your crazy story. Don't drag me into this. <laughs> He'll do That's that. Good. You got to watch him. <laughs> so uh, you said that you had done spin classes before. I'm sorry, spin classes before. Yeah. So you were you were already in shape. So it doesn't sound like, has the Peloton changed any of that for you? Is it more or less the same? Um, I, it's tricky because of the pandemic and stuff, I would say, because I will, you know, I'm, I think the amount that I'm eating is so great that it's, it, the Peloton has kept me the same. Um, I think I would have gained more. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I think, you know, there's a little late night snacking every, you know, you know, helping teach the two of these little monsters for a few months, you know, I passed the refrigerator a lot. So, you know, I, I think the Peloton has really helped me stay in shape, I did put on a few here and there. You know, I, I I said to my friends, I think I lost and gained the same 12 pounds like 14 times in the past <laughs> year. So I'm in a good place right now. I'm like, you know, on the way down to like where I really want to be. Not quite there yet. We're never really there yet, right? But I'm, I'm, I'm getting closer. And I do think that it's helping. And, okay. and the stacking actually for me has been like a, oddly a big change because just being, it, it's, it's, I guess it's just making me do more and I'm not w- wasting a lot of time. Like, you know, we'll talk about the music after I'm sure. And so for me, that's like, you know, I could be like curating like my funeral there. Cause then I mean, it's really just a cool down class. And I'm like, why am I spending so much time for like the perfect song for cool down? So doing, so doing it in advance is better. Yeah. And, and, and it's making me do more and it's set and I get it done and you know, yeah. Well, that's that's good. I mean, I, I think that was one of the big goals to be able to do that stacking. And, you know, even if you had your classes picked beforehand, um, it was harder without the stacking because you had to go back through and find it again. And then you might get distracted, you know, and then it's it's also minutes wasted because you're like, wait, yeah. was that un- which which was that under biking or was that under, you know, bike plus I don't know. I can't think of anything. Nothing's coming to mind. I can't help you. I know. Yeah. But now um, I got you. Can, can, I, can I better this? Can yeah. I get a better cool down? Exactly. You know? On your way to find it, you get distracted <laughs> by something. So I think that that makes sense that the stacking is working for you. Yeah. So how I don't do think you think I'd fe- be at 450 without the stacking? So I, think I, I, think <laughs> I mean, I, that's, I a, <laughs> that's an impressive number when yeah. you haven't had it for a year. Exactly. Okay. Like, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Thank you. Good. I'm psyched. So how do you feel about uh, about the classes compared to the spin classes you'd been taking in, in real life? It's one of the things in my life that I say, like, I cannot believe I waited all this time. Like, <laughs> moving, to, moving to L.A. is one of them. Most days having my kids is another one. And the third, it's like, what did I wait for? It's like, it's less, I'm spending less than I was spending on my spin classes. Like, I don't even understand the mental decision there, but yeah, I just, I love it. I love the convenience of it. I love, you know, before I was taking classes sometimes at places that I didn't want to take them and with teachers that I didn't want to take and with music that I didn't want to take because of my schedule. I was like, I have to find a five o'clock class. 
So I'm like looking across all of Los Angeles, who has a five o'clock class with someone that is not, you know, polarizing to the point where I can't go. You right. know? So, yeah. So, so now it's like, I can take the music I want, the teachers I want, you know, everything I want. And, and you can and start at five Oh two. Yes. It's great. Or I can like finish and be like, eh, I don't feel like doing the cool down. I kind of cooled down at the last few minutes. Like, I can, it, it's just, and I don't have to have people's sweat dripping on me. And, you know, I always thought I needed that sense of community, like in my face but I feel like I feel it even, I know I sound corny. I'm sorry, no, but no, you're... I, I, I feel it not, I don't need it in my face. I get enough of that. I have people, you know, again, talking pre and post pandemic that we're, we're around people, you know, I, my kids are around, my family's around, like the, it's all okay. And, and I don't miss that right this second. So yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. I mean, if you think about when we talk about the sense of community, right. I mean, yeah. you were going to the gym for, you know, God only knows how long, Jim ever have you on a podcast? No. See? <laughs> there's your there's your community. I'm, I'm I'm telling you. I mean, I'm in the front row every time. Exactly. I, mean, I was a total front row hoe. You know, I had to be in the front row or I wasn't going. Seriously. Like, I believe I, it, you. it was terrible in the second row. I mean, I'm, I know there's people that like that, but now you no, get I the had, best seat every like time. That every time. So does and I'm your... like hooting and hollering and my kids are looking at me like, what is wrong with this person? But, you know, <laughs> I don't care. Here's the, here's the thing. How old are your kids? They are turning six and eight. Okay. Oh. Well, so you should probably figure like out by you. now, but like maybe when they're teenagers, it'll really click for you. It doesn't matter what you do. Mm-mm. They nothing. will look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. There's right. nothing. <laughs> there is not one thing you can do. Like you could have the coolest <laughs> job in the world and they're just like, because to them, that's it's, just that's just, just normal. Just dad is your, your dad next door neighbor could do something like really mundane, like, you know, sell magazines and they would be like, <laughs> wow, that's really cool. And you're over here like, what? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> right. OK, good. I'm glad it's not just me. No, no. you've okay. not been again. You've not been singled out. No. That is just how children are. Yeah, because right. you're okay. you're all they know. And so they're like, yeah. well, of course, everybody's everybody's dad does that for a living. Right. It's like right. it's it's kind of flattering if you can get there. You know, that like you've done such a good job with them right. that like that's normal. Right. OK. But you got to take a back road to get there. Right. <laughs> okay, well, how, you, how old are your kids? <laughs> so I have one that turned 21 today and then okay. a 16 year old and then uh, Crystal has a 14 year old. Yep. OK. OK. So you go, I'll call you for advice. That's, yeah. that's, what I was, that's what I was after here. OK. I got you. We'll do our best. Yeah. There are days where I'm like, you might not. Yeah. Was, we might be a good example of what not, not to, to do. do. Yeah, we, we're, we're all that. So. Yeah. Uh, OK. So you are in the music industry. We kind of touched on it because you have lots of cool stuff in your. Because you know, you're yes. coming background. to us live from a hard rock cafe. Yeah. Judging by all the stuff on the walls. Yeah. In a pandemic. Approved yes. Art Cafe Private room Right Private yeah. banquet yeah. room you're, you're following protocols <laughs> No guests allowed yeah. All protocols All COVID protocols Exactly yes. So what do you What do you do though Like what is your title so, so well I have Shifted around a little bit I started out At Atlantic Records Was my first job Out of school And uh, it was amazing I started out Doing music video Making videos And then doing promotion And marketing you Wow know, Television I switched over to VH1, like behind the curtain. It was really cool because I was making the videos and getting them played. And then, 
you know, by some happenstance and working with them, there was like a cool job that worked out for me. And I I sort of went over to the other side and then I went back to the record label side of things for a couple of years. Everybody thought I was crazy. They were like, you jumped off the Titanic and now you're jumping back on, you know, when, (laughs) when, when all the record labels were going, you know, bananas, we're, we're, we're going, we're dating ourselves again. Um, Uh, and that was a wonderful experience at a higher level. And then my, so my last job, which I actually have recently left. So, oh. you know, well, mm, oh. interesting. The plot thickens. <laughs> it's good. Um, no, it's cool. It's cool. I started the music department for Nickelodeon, which oh. is Viacom MTV networks at the time, mothership. It was an incredible opportunity, an incredible experience, um, making music for our shows, signing music talent to make, music, musical shows, tours, and also being the face to the music industry, which, you know, I sort of was on the other side of it again before and dealing with all the labels, managers, artists, publicists, publishing companies and such, and overseeing all of the music for the network. And so incredible 13 years. I don't know. I guess, what did they say? All good things must come to end. I guess that's not necessarily true, but you know what? It was time for a change. Sure. Pandemic, Lots of other stuff, you know, floating around. And I decided it was time for a little bit of a change. And so the next move, I'm not really able to talk about yet, okay. but we will <laughs> soon. And it's going to be an exciting one. And I'm, I'm really excited. But again, nothing but love for Atlantic Records and Nickelodeon, such incredible artists, incredible experiences, you know, being able to work at a record label and have that closeness with a project and, you know, seeing somebody play in front of six people and then seeing them play Madison square garden, you just, you know, there's nothing like that and being a part of that journey. And then the other side of it being at the VH1 and the Nickelodeon side of things, you don't have that sort of exact closeness because you're not there every step of the journey, but the breadth of artists that you get to work with and people and amazing experiences that you get to have is just, you know, unparalleled. So I just, I feel really lucky that I got to have sort of both. That's really, and there's, you know, there's not a, a lot of people in that industry that stay at a place for 13 years. I mean, that says a lot and and <laughs> then get to leave on their own terms. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that says a lot. Yeah. I mean, it just, again, like sometimes you just have to take a leap and make a change and totally. you know, look for, you know, I'm well taken care of and it's all fine. So it's a good, it's a, it's a perfect experience. It's a perfect timing. Everything just worked out. You know, sometimes that just happens. It doesn't always happen, but it happened in a really great way in this situation. Well, whatever so, you can say, you should, you, you should reach back out. I would love to know well, what it is. Like it's I'm fascinating to see what, because I know how much the industry is shifting right now. So my guess is that that's probably playing a role in whatever you're doing next. And so, right. Like, and, and again, I obviously, I have no idea. So anyone listening, I'm not dropping hints because I don't know. That's just my guess. No, the truth is guys, it's not, hundred percent figured out yet. Sure. So that's, that's the truth. I'm not yeah. like keeping Pandora's box here. There's a couple of things that are brewing oh, so and I Pandora. just have to sort of, Ooh, Oh no. Edit that part out. Um, my Peloton playlists are only on Spotify. Sorry. Click that little heart every time. Do you ever click the heart like by mistake? And then you're like, I don't want, like, I love this song from Chicago, but I don't think I want it on my playlist. Like, <laughs> I can't like, I can't say that I, I have done that, oh, okay. but I'll be honest. So, I think I think that I am a rare person in the Peloton world because usually I'm so focused. Like, I'm hearing the music. It's going. 
you know, but I'm usually not moved to be like, oh, I, I love this song. I this this song I now want on my list. It's either already on my list or I don't care enough to put it on oh. my list. Not that like I didn't even like the song. It just right. I just don't get moved in that way. She, you're big on Spotify for like the uh, just the pre-made playlists. I do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do that a lot. And and Tom makes amazing playlists and I, I use curate his all the my, time. Pl- my playlists. And so like I make my own greatest hits. I don't I like to think of them as best of because I'm not. Beholden to songs that necessarily had to chart You know what I'm saying right. And so I'm with you yeah but uh, And then I, I'll create like uh, like Classic rock playlists that do Like hit certain Subgenres or certain you mm-hmm. know Demos I'm just yeah. like Where know. I go down a rabbit hole and I'm like I'll be like oh I'm making a playlist about These are all the songs that I really like from You know this era and then all of a sudden next thing You know this playlist is just like every Other playlist I have it's just a big old mishmash Of everything I like so you can't Tell one from the other <laughs> Yeah but you know what I think I think it all works I do what both of you do and I use the Pre-made ones it just depends on how lazy I am or the mood or you know how Repetitive they are all that stuff it's Fun <laughs> It is. It is. But it does move me. The music moves me a lot. What sort of music do you gravitate to in classes? You know, I'm all, I'm kind of all over the place. And again, that's the beauty of it. Like, I'd say a lot of the time I like just sort of the pop playlists, like, you know, the Dua Lipas and the Ariana Grandes and, you know, all of that stuff. But but then I'm like, I can't hear that again. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, And so I do love the 90s playlists. I love the 80s playlists. I love... I'm a country music fan. My seek, my little, you know, dirty little secret. I, um, like which era? Because country is such. It can like country can mean Johnny Cash. It can be Florida Georgia Line. It can mean it the nineties. Right. It yeah. can mean now. It can mean the judge. You know, can... I, I yeah, I, I'd say it's mostly like pop country. I'm a pop guy, so I you know it's Carrie Underwood and Marin Morris and Kelsey. You know, it's okay. not maybe it's not purest country. Sure, yeah. but again, but I like George Strait. I mean, I, you know, the right stuff. This is where like the greatest hits works totally. for me when when someone's curating a playlist and it just has like you know all those really great songs that we remember you know that we heard here the and there. Like I, I wasn't listening to a ton of country at, at that time but no i totally get that like when i listen to country it it tends to be kind of what they call bro country <laughs> and it's like and it's like i know i should hate it but it's so damn catchy <laughs> What do you call bro country? Like the Florida like, Georgia Lines, yeah. Chase, Florida Georgia Line. Chase I'm, Rice. I'm always just yeah, like, ah. and Sam Hunt, <laughs> stuff like that. No, I love all that stuff. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's poppy, right? I mean, at the end totally. of the day, it has a pop vibe. And you, you know? don't get that in pop music anymore, right? Pop music has become so hip hop influenced, and I'm not a big hip hop right. guy. And so, right. like, it, you so, kind of shifted. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, so it's like if, if you want to hear what used to be top 40 pop music, it like that's what country does now. It's a it's a weird dynamic. That is weird. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I, feel I think that's why I gravitated to it. Yeah. Because I because pop you know just bleeds into so many different things. Like you know sometimes I feel like I'm. It's gonna sound weird, but musically I'm like the male Jen Sherman. Like I, I just love her. I think she has like You're Jim the most, Sherman. I'm Jim Sherman. Yeah. I think she has the best like such incredible music taste. I guess it's partially egotistical because it's exactly like my music taste. So I, I hate, I, I don't know how to say that without sounding, because I'm not, you know, an egotistical guy generally, but I'm just, I love her. I like her musical taste because she loves Bruce Springsteen and she loves Billy Joel, yet she's on it with Dua Lipa and Ariana Grande and she loves the Yacht Rock and she, you know, she's current and she, you know, she plays the stuff we all listen to in college. Like it's just, 
Mm. It just usually it just really it, it gives me like everything that I want. I'll have know? to send you a link to my I made a soft rock playlist that'll. Oh, yeah. It's, well, I guess if soft rock it. can't kick your butt. But if soft rock could kick your butt, <laughs> it would kick your butt. It can kick my butt. Yeah, it, it can. And it's like two days long. It's oh, my God. It's, it's, a, yeah. and it's all hits, man. No, all killer, no filler. And it. it's like not just yacht rock; it's more current. Also, it's like everything. No, 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 no. I really keep it in that like mid seventies to like. There's a it creeps into the early nineties, but that's about it. So like, I really yeah. don't get into the present day. Like that's kind of like the my you know. It's like if if like I feel like we're roughly the same age. So like whatever when your mom would listen to Pillow Talk, this is what she would have been here. Got it. Okay, I got you. So you're not you're not quite hitting Matchbox Twenty yet. It's Correct. Like right yeah. before that. Okay. Totally. It's, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's right before. It's stop, it's probably the most current song on there is probably like ninety one, ninety two. What was okay. that song so called? Like, American Tale. Somewhere out there. Yes. Oh yes. yeah. I was gonna say if you asked me to Celine Dion. Maybe that's on there. You know or is what? That too, is it's, that too it's wimpy? Not just because. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not about wimpy. It's just I personally. He doesn't like Celine. I cannot Dion. stand Celine Dion. Like she like I love Celine She kind of like she does this thing and I know I'm not it's Spotify so I'm not looking at her but she does this thing where she hits a high note like she's surprised by it and it drives me crazy like the way her eyes bug out and I'm like honey you sing this line did you say you hit this note every day of your life like you're not like you're not you you know you can do this quit making that face drives me crazy we all have our okay. things like yeah that. everybody has their people that drive them crazy i got you we I both you. we both don't like shania twain though that's one we both do not like like interesting at all. yeah what's that about just i, I cannot stand the anything. voice or yes it's, it's the song choice for me like i just yes, don't like the songs yeah. I, and then i felt bad when she was on american idol and she was a judge like i loved her like as a person right. when she was a judge right. she was great but it's right. the songs that, like right. whose bed is your boots been? Have your boots been on? I remember the first time I heard that song, I was like, I was a full ninety seconds into it, and I was like, "This is the longest damn commercial I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> when will this end?" Like I thought it was a jingle for a boot store, and oh I was just God, like, that's "The only other song that ever did that to me was the first time I heard uh, we built this city.'" Okay, I, and he uh, hates that song too, and I love that song. Well, everybody like, hates that song. No, not everybody hates that song. <laughs> that's like considered like the worst song ever. I know ever you written. say that all the time, and I know it's because it's true. Uh, okay. I'm talking that's, to yeah, that's a tough one. I'm talking to two music people, so I'm sure I, I, I can tell like, you feel the same way. <laughs> but, I, but I don't know. Like I think Shania, maybe like I don't know. Like any man of mine, that's a good pop ditty. Like mm. that, you you can't like have any exceptions to your rule. It's, of it's, I can, the, it's the voice for <laughs> yeah. me in that one. Oh, like she voice. gets a little okay. a little too. Uh, like I know? can recognize okay. that they're good songs, but yeah. I just yeah. don't like them. Yeah, and okay. I'm also that's I'm, fair. I also get mad at her because. You know, she pulled Mutt Lang away from producing rock records. So, you know, right. so there's that's that problem. <laughs> like, he should you. have been doing Def Leppard and he's over there doing Shania Twain. And that's some well, bullshit. <laughs> there were fringe benefits with, with her that exactly. were not available. For a bit. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> For a minute. <laughs> they, were, they were an item. <laughs> that was a thing. That's for sure. Yes, it was, it was a thing. Well, what are your thoughts on uh, how Peloton has handled all of the music licensing? You know, I will just say that I see all of these incredible things happening from Beyonce, Prince, Beatles, you know, all the cool Broadway stuff, Hamilton, you know. So I, I just will say something's going right and I'm really impressed with it and I'm psyched about it. And I, I do believe that, you know, in, in most and 
probably all businesses, people should be paid fairly for their work. So that's clearly happening or they wouldn't be having these deals. So I just, you know, I don't really know the early, early, early days of the history. I mean, I know what I read on the sideline, but I wasn't, I didn't have the bike, you know, I wasn't paying as much attention, but I know one of the lawyers who helped Peloton out, I believe. And she's super talented and smart and, you know, does the right thing by songwriters. And, and so I, I think it's great because again, they're in business with everybody and clearly doing an amazing job with it. And so I applaud that. And I, and I, and is that fair? I think yeah. that that's yeah, the absolutely. reality of what's and happening. It's, it's so convoluted when there's a new technology. I mean, that was their biggest stumbling block because we tried to get people on the show when all that was really hot and heavy with the lawsuits. Like somebody from the industry to just like walk us through like what would be the proper procedures for handling this. And, and nobody would touch we, it with a 10 We legit pole. couldn't find anyone. Like everyone right. we talked to was like, eh. was like, we don't know. <laughs> like we, we don't know either. And so, right. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Listen again. I'm sure it was really tricky. And yeah, in, in all of the jobs that I've had, I've always had to work very closely with the legal team. You know, in getting things cleared, and it's tricky. It's very, very tricky. And and I again, I applaud those music attorneys and entertainment lawyers who are able to sort of get. You know, it's dense and yeah. it's it's, it's, it's Byzantine. It's very. It's a very Byzantine system for yeah. getting rights. And we we talked about. At the time, when we talk about the mechanical license for a song, and like, right. do, do do you? I mean, you you're in the industry, maybe maybe you know why it's called a mechanical license. It's really funny that you say that. It's not the end that I'm that I'm sure. Know, no, I, deal with. I don't know the exact reason, just, but I will say no. I will tell you this book. You know, and it has a great index at the end. I was poking through it the other day because I just was I'm always trying to brush up on things also. But it's called All You Need to Know About the Music Business. It sounds funny and silly, but technology is always changing. Totally. And, you know, all this stuff on the covers here, how streaming has radically restructured the music business, the Music Modernization Act, all of this stuff. So, you know. I'll poke in here and get you the answer. Oh, and then, we, we, and know. we know the answer. We know. It's, we because, just, oh. it's because when they created, when they came up with the with the protocol for that, a mechanical license, well, it was because they were licensing the sheet music to player pianos. Right. And so it's like, so we're working with, with technology. So like the laws were written so long ago and they haven't really, they just keep kind of trying to tweak them to make a modern instead of just writing new laws that we're still operating under like we started with sheet music for player pianos mm -hmm. and then we're building on that and that's a problem Definitely. that's going to make it hard for everybody yeah i feel like it's like probably easier for everybody to just sort of like keep burying what's there and building yeah. on top of it like Clearly. the overhaul must feel so over encompassing and, and, yeah. and hard to deal with. But I'm sure. You're right. I mean, yeah, it would it would be a hell of a fist fight, but it would be better to have one fist fight instead of just everybody having to sue each other. <laughs> right. Also mm. true. Yeah. So, do you have a uh, preferred instructor? Is it Jen Sherman? Is that did you already leak that to us? Uh, well, I'd say, I mean, Jen and Cody probably get the most, you know, plays on my bike. Uh, but I'm I'm really for someone who you know doesn't always love everyone on the planet that I meet. <laughs> I like really all the, I really find like a lot of, no, I'm teasing there. I, I joke and I say, I hate everybody, but all my friends are like, what are you talking about? You love everybody. Like, Inside. I hate some of them, but um, no, I really do like, I really do like most of the instructors. I, 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 
find things, I have found things, you know, that I like about most of them. You know, I am inspired by some more than others. And again, I definitely, I definitely probably have the most with Jen and Cody. And again, but the music is also what moves me. Like sometimes I'll have one who's not my fave, but I see a great playlist and I'm like, I'm just going to do it, you know, like, and I do it. And then sometimes I'm kind of disappointed, but you know what? They all can't be the best bride of your life. You know, then you wouldn't know what was an amazing one. If one wasn't like good, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But, but yeah, I I think like between the, the, the two of them are like, you know, they, they each remind me of people in my life and pieces of my life and things in my life and music in my life. And I don't know. I mean, it took me a minute on Cody. I hate to say that out loud because it'll probably come back to bite me in the butt someday. <laughs> but no, I just had to get into his spiel and his shtick. You know, it took me like a second. It just took me a second. But I, I, get, I get it. That. I get it. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually don't like being called boo. I don't know. I have a thing. And, and it's not just boo. I don't like being called things by any of the instructors. Like Ali will say boss like to right. people. And I don't like that either. Like it's just right. I just... I don't know. I, it's weird. It's a very strange thing. It's clearly me. Um, right. But, uh, you know, it's not like I don't like Cody as an instructor. It's just like you said, they have their things, but I'm glad they're them. And I'm glad Peloton allows them to be them and that that, you know, we have the option to have a Cody and a Jin and all the instructors instead of them all just being carbon copies, because that would be so boring. Right. I love that. And it's like, again, sometimes I need a little gentle. So I'm with Sam or Emma. Like I need like that smoother, like be nice and just roll with me. But yesterday I took a new wave class. And I mean, Christine has the mouth of a sailor. I didn't realize that. I mean, I don't really care. But like my son was looking at me like, what is going on over there? I mean, there was a lot of F-bombs. I mean, I don't try to curse in front of my kids, but like. If they hear it, um, you know, I don't but know. But like Jin do. cusses almost every class I've ever been no, in. She does. She does. <laughs> JFDI. I taught somebody JFDI yesterday. Who did I teach that to? I was having a, uh, who was it? I had a whole JFDI moment, but it wasn't really related to Jen Sherman. I'll think of it in a minute, but now they said they're going to use it from now on. Um, <laughs> I'll think of it after. Anyway, um, I cuss in uh, front of our kids all the time because that's the only way they're going to know which words not to say. And you don't want them to hear those on the street. They need to learn that stuff at home where they learn. Well, it with love. yeah, you can say, can't you say daddy can say this, but you can't like just because, you know, kids, well, the, I mean, you know, the analogy I always make if somebody drinks a beer in front of their kids, nobody thinks anything of it, but you don't hand the beer to the kids. So, you know, it's no different. Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, I know who it was. I, I was, uh, now we're really giving all the secrets away. I was um, in losing my the COVID-19 that I gained in this time period, pounds. Um, <laughs> I, I was seeing a nutritionist yesterday to just kind of give me a little kick in the butt. And we were talking about it. And I was like doing so well. But like at night, I would just sneak in a little something that I shouldn't eat. And he's like, I mean, come on, like you're doing it. I'm like, I know, JFDI. He's like, what's that? <laughs> I it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I like that. I'll steal that. It's like Nike, but more. I'm like, it's Jen Sherman. Like, Who's that? <laughs> anyway, uh, so, <laughs> it, yeah. So now it's a thing. But yeah. but yeah, I really I, I have a great time with with so many of them. And again, there were some that I didn't love at first that I sort of learned to like just through time and music. But but yeah, Jen and Cody have the most, you know, the most rest- <laughs> got it. Yeah, most rotation. Is that the word? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what is your uh, what's your leaderboard name? My leaderboard name is Doug E Fresh Five Twenty Four. <laughs> Come on, 
<laughs> I know. I know. Uh, come on. It's too easy, right? It's it's too easy. Why 524? Um, I don't get that part. My birthday is May like, 24. Oh, okay. You, you you have to know I'm a Gemini. Come on. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, and Dougie Fresh, just for obvious reasons. It, it, it was my nickname, you know. Probably every other Doug in America, it was their nickname at some point in life. Uh, yeah, every other Doug thing. of a certain age. It was. I think it came out. You know, now that we we went from bidets to beer in, in some beer drinking session in my fraternity house, some you know somebody was like, "You're you're Dougie Fresh now. That's good. we're just gonna call you Fresh." And so, so that it, it kind of stuck. I mean, it's not with everybody. Some people, if they're watching this, will be like, "What the hell is he talking about?" I've never heard that. But it's. <laughs> Pieces of my life. Well, now I'm making connections where I'm like, wait, you work for Nickelodeon. Was the cartoon Doug based on you? Is that your childhood? (laughs) I mean, I was, that's way before my time. Yeah. Come on, on, Tom. Give me a break. I mean, does this face look that old? (laughs) I must not have my my Zoom filter on. Wait, hold, please. Was it your childhood? Maybe they were making it in real time. Yeah. I don't know. Could be. Could be. No, people people used to tell me I looked like him with, you know, he had the little spiky thing on his hair. You know, I must have worn one of those little vests now and then, you know, it was the 80s. Probably. But yeah, it was fun time. Do you have advice for anybody who's just now getting their bike? I would say try all the teachers, try all the classes. Some advice that I have to take myself is to try different things. I'm, you know, to be completely honest, just haven't really done yoga yet. I haven't done, um, what is it called with the weights? The one that they just added like the three months ago. Boot camps. I mean, I went and bought these expensive weights and I haven't done a boot camp yet. You know, <laughs> So I have a big mouth and I tell everybody to do it. But I would say try everything because I that's something that, you know, that's on my list. And the other thing I'll say, although I, you know, I want to have this for me, but I'll tell it to you because I don't know everybody who knows, you know, all their friends is recommend people because you get free clothes. <laughs> um, I, 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 have, I mean, you know, I have a big mouth and I've told a lot of my friends about it and like, Somewhere around eight to 10 of my friends have ordered them and used my name and referral code. So I have a lot of swag and it's yeah. kind of fun. So I, yes, tell I, people to get I know. It. I know how that is. <laughs> oh, I know. I know it. how it is. She has a lot of stuff. <laughs> people use, you have, you have a, you have a referral code that's in high rotation. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it the best? It's the it best. It's the best. Absolutely. I mean, I, it's great. But you, I, I promise you Peloton's still coming out ahead on that deal. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> of course, especially because of the the permutation of the money where you always have to wind up adding some money. Like it's never like even exactly. So you either lose or you gain. I get it. I mean, listen, it's a business. It's right. not a charity. So I understand that part of it. But, you know, now it's, it, it works. Does your friend who originally told you about Peloton give you shit all the time now? Like I told you so. Hello. No, not really. I mean, I feel like he he's in the thing is he's in New York. You know, there's a little bit less, you know, talk about that day to day chatter. I will say I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. You can always edit it out. But he they also got a mirror. So now they're like splitting their loyalties, I think, between Peloton and that. So but there's still a lot of love for Peloton. He's there. We haven't ridden together yet. Um, I mean, I know we have to. That's something I have to do. There's definitely like. There's definitely like it. It's not a mean I told you so. It's like, dude, come on. You should have been on this so long ago. Yeah. Like, it, it's that. It's yeah. like, a, I, you know, this is like your thing, you know. But 
that part is really fun. I mean, I got on the bike on Sunday morning and I did, it was a 20 minute gen pop ride. And all of a sudden I get a text from a friend of mine. She's like, is that you? And I'm like, is what me? She's like, in Jen's class. I'm like, yes. She goes, Doug, it's just me and you. We're the only two in this class. Let's do it. I'm just starting. I'm like, me too. What song are you on? We were both on the first song. And so we just did it together. We were like, texting, which I don't like to do when I'm on the bike. And then I did the video call and she was out in the Hamptons in New York and I'm here in LA. It was just really fun. It was like a super fun, you know, moment with a good friend. So, That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 I love that kind of stuff. Community. community. There you exactly. go. Exactly. You could have done that in spin class. Nope. It's a different kind of community, but it's a great Absolutely. One. Well, yeah. thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. We, we really appreciate it. Definitely. Um, before we go, where can people find you if you would like to be found? That's a tough one. I would say, I mean, I'm on. I, it's okay to I'm say old, no. So we, we've already established that I'm old. So I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, of course. Those are both private just because I, I mean, I'll accept people that I know and it's, sure. I don't try to keep it, it. It's not a secret or anything. It's just a lot of pictures of my kids and stuff. So I'm kind of like, yeah, totally. Well, like you know, said, you don't have to say yes. Yeah. People say no, no I mean, for, I, I, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn. That's like my businessy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm there, Doug. D-O-U-G dot C-O-H-N. Do you, it's, it's are you me. in any of the uh, Peloton Facebook groups? Yes. So I that, that might I'm be in, a place where people can find yeah, you. They can, I'm, in a, I'm in a bunch of the Gen ones and the Cody ones. Those, and, I'm, and I'm on one Peloton, of course. Um, yeah, I follow a ton of them. So There you go. You people know, can find yeah. you and they can yeah. they can chat with I'm you there. I'm not that hard to find. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would love to chat about Peloton. Ride, video talk, any of it. Ride with you, Crystal. Whatever you want to do. Anytime. <laughs> Every Sunday morning, I'm on with Jen. <laughs> oh, you, okay. Okay. Good. You know, the problem with that, obviously. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, early. You're in LA. Yeah. It's so early. Yeah. But it's she just, always gives a shout out to all the West Coast riders who get I up early. I know. I know. <laughs> My friend was doing her 800th. And she's like, please ride with me. And I said, it's 630. And she's like, it's 800. And I was like, 630 trumps 800. I'm sorry. I love you. I cannot do it. Even if I'm up, which I bought, I really sometimes am. I just, I, you don't want to be on the bike that early. I get I it. I think I can do it. I'm not going to like be in it. You no, know? I, I totally get that. Well, I'm just on it random times. You never know anymore with the, because the yeah. pandemic has totally changed my schedule. So it's like, right. Never know. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. Well, this was awesome. I really appreciate it. I'm ha- thankful that you guys wanted to chat and I hope, hope I held up my end of the deal here. Totally. Absolutely. Did great. Yeah. It was, this was a lot of fun. Thank Definitely. You. Awesome. All right. Well, keep me posted and stay in touch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have a good one. Okay. Talk to you later. Okay. You guys too. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Uh, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? Next week, we are going to talk to Jennifer Price, and we are going to have a discussion about COVID psychosis. Oh, okay. All right. So very serious topic mm-hmm. next week. So uh, until then, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, the bike, and of course, the tread. Yes, still the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. And of course, find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash the clip out. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep peddling and running. 